Well, happy Tuesday, everybody. I'm excited to be with you for this uh, video devotion that is part of our Bible reading plan. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for reading God's Word. And uh, thank you for being a disciple who wants to grow in your relationship with Christ. That always is so encouraging to me and to, to any pastor to know that God has people who want to really grow in their walk with the Lord Jesus. Today we are in chapter 17 of the book of Genesis as we make our way through this first book of the Bible. <clears throat> and uh, the headline for what uh, that I wrote in my journal uh, for what God spoke to me through this chapter is doubt and obedience, the relationship between doubt and obedience. Um, Abraham, you know, in, in, in Hebrews chapter 11, the New Testament is in the, the faith hall of fame, we call it. He's the father of the Jewish people. He's, he's lifted up in the Bible as a great man of faith. <clears throat> but Abraham's faith was not perfect. Abraham's faith was not perfect. There were moments of doubt and there were times of disobedience as well as times of, of obedience in his life. And, and that encourages me because it means I don't have to be perfect in my faith and so on for God to use me. <clears throat> I, I need to have faith and grow my faith. But anyway, um, in this chapter at the beginning of it, God tells Abraham that he is going to have a child. Now, God has said this to Abraham and Sarah more than once. But years have passed. You got to remember, he was seventy-five years old when God first said said that to him. Um, when um, uh, fifteen years had passed, and and uh, he was uh, uh, or whatever in his nineties, that's when the whole issue with Hagar and Ishmael took place. And now he's approaching approaching one hundred years old. So it's been almost twenty. It's been over two decades since God first told him he was going to have an heir or son, and it hasn't happened yet. Um, so you can understand maybe a little bit of doubt arising just because of the time that it, that it was taking. And so in Genesis chapter um, um, 17, um, God comes to him and says, you're going to have a child. And then if you'll look at verse 17, Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, will a child be born to a man 100 years old? In other words, he was 99, and by the time Sarah carried a child to term, he would be 100. And, um, and uh, uh, will Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? So he's like, so here's an example. God is telling Abraham, Abraham, you're going to have a child next year. A year from now, I'm going to come back, and you're going to have a child. And Abraham falls on his face and laughs. I mean, that's doubt, right? And, uh, and yet God... God reiterates the promise. He doesn't. He doesn't smack Abraham. He re reiterates the promise and uh, says, "No, Ishmael's not going to be your heir. You're going to have a son through Sarah, your wife." And he says, "I'm giving you a, a sign, something physical, tangible. I want you to do that as a sign of the covenant between me and you and your your descendants through Sarah." Uh, and it was circumcision. And even though Abraham laughed and doubted what God said on some level, when God said, you are to circumcise yourself, you're to circumcise Ishmael, and every male that is a part of your uh, family, whether they are free people, servants, slaves, whatever, everybody that is a part of you is a sign of the covenant between me and you and your descendants through Sarah are to be circumcised. <clears throat> and I want you to notice what it says in verse 23 of chapter 17, verse 23. And Abraham took Ishmael his son, 
and all the servants who were born in his house, and all who were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's household, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the very same day as God had said to him, do this. In other words, here's Abraham who had a, had a moment of doubt when God said, you're going to have a son. He fell on his face and laughed. But God said, no, you really are. And, I, and there's a covenant between me and you, and I want you to circumcise yourself and everybody else as a sign of that covenant. Notice his obedience, because on the same day that God said, you're going to have a son, the same day he had laughed and doubted, on that same day he obeyed God and circumcised his son and all the men that were a part of his, his clan and himself. Uh, you remember how earlier in one of these devotions we said that uh, the word of God precedes faith? We hear the word of God and the faith is, is strong. Do you know that you don't have to have perfect faith to obey God? Abraham didn't because in the midst of some doubt, he still did what God said. And do you know what obedience does? Produces more faith. You've got to start acting on what you already know God wants you to do if you want your faith to be stronger. If you keep just sitting around wishing I had great faith, it will never happen. You want your faith to be stronger? Two things. Get in the Word of God and obey what you already know God is telling you to do through His Word. Abraham obeyed after Latin. Obedience does not depend on perfect faith. Obedience is a decision of the will, the heart, and the mind. And as you obey God, your faith will get stronger. So start obeying Him and stop making excuses. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.